Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Here on Beyond the Bikini, we talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be challenging to hit your fitness goals on your own. There is so much out there when it comes to working out, hitting your nutrition, and finding the plan that's right for you and your goals. Now, one thing that can make that a lot easier is hiring a coach and getting support towards your goals. I'm happy to say that I do offer online health and fitness coaching. I have plans that vary from support with training and nutrition and just your nutrition, and I even offer challenges throughout the year. If that sounds like something you're interested in, make sure you check out that description box down below. You can also find more details on my coaching services at NicoleFerrierFitness.com or even on Instagram at Nicole Ferry Fitness. All right, now back to the episode. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond Bikini Radio. Today is going to be a solo episode, and just me here, your host, Nicole Ferrier, and we are going to be talking about people-pleasing and how being a people-pleaser can impact your fitness goals and also your relationship around food, exercise, and honestly, just the success with your fitness goals. Now, guys, I am overcoming a cold here, so I do apologize if I sound not my best, but we are going to power through because I wanted to get this episode out to you guys around the holidays because I know that the holidays can actually bring up a lot of um, emotions and those people-pleasing tendencies, which can cause you to not feel your best. So I want you to think of a couple of times when you felt like you had to make a decision with food or exercise that wasn't something that felt genuine and good for you in order to please someone else, okay? Now, this is going to look different when we have to make sacrifices, you know, if something comes up, you know, your kid gets sick or someone um, is needing something more urgent. Of course, you know, that's going to happen from time to time. But a great example of people pleasing, we're going to talk about some, is going to be food taunting, right? This is a person that tells you, you're already skinny, why do you care what you're eating? Or come on, just have a bite, There's, it's not a big deal. Or oh my gosh, I could never eat like how you do. It's a lot of projecting and again, taunting with your food choices. For a lot of people, when they are told things like this, they either shut down um, or they feel like they need to make a decision to make that person happy or for a better way to say it, to shut up. <laughs> you know, if someone is telling you, oh, come on, just have a bite. A lot of you are like, okay, well, maybe I will just have a bite to get them to, to be quiet here. But reality is, is food taunting should not be accepted. Okay. People pleasers struggle with setting boundaries. And we're going to talk a lot about boundary setting here. So when someone is taunting you with food, a lot of times it's actually coming from their own insecurity. They're wondering why you're saying no. They're wondering why you care so much about what you put in your body. And if it's coming from a more aggressive stance, 
it's probably because they wish that they had that focus and motivation that you have. Um, or even if you've hired a coach, you know, they wish that maybe they had the ability to do that as well. And in a way, it's that good old saying of misery loves company, right? They don't want you to be successful. They want to see you fall down because if you fall down, it justifies them, you know, already being fallen down basically. So when someone is food taunting, a great way that you can handle this is one, um, educate why you're making the decision that you're making. Okay. This could be even down to it being a food preference, right? Or, um, you simply just not even being hungry, right? Which could be a very genuine thing. It's all about the intent here, but educate them on why you're deciding to not have said food. Another great option is just remove yourself from the conversation, you know, find kind of a way to get out of it or create some space. This is one of my favorite ways is to, you know, go act like you have to go use the bathroom or go, you know, find your husband or, you know, a cousin or someone to talk to a friend in the room that you can kind of get away and uh, odds are that person will kind of forget about that whole situation. And if it is continuing, just understand that no, thank you is a complete sentence. You know, if someone won't let this go, just say, no, thank you. I I don't want a bite of that. Or no, thank you. I I don't want to try that option. It looks great. It's awesome that you made that, but it's just not necessarily something that I'm wanting in this moment. Or you could just say, you'll take some leftovers home and you don't necessarily have to do that. Little white lie never killed anyone, but... So food taunting is a big thing. And I think a lot of people get insecure because they want people to like them. You know, it's human nature to want that acceptance. But the weird thing with food is like, it doesn't hurt anyone else what you put in your body. The only person it ends up affecting is you. And so now we're going to talk about (laughs) the elephant in the room and that is alcohol. Okay. I know a lot of you guys have families that are heavy drinkers or you even have friends that drink pretty heavily and they are, you know, the definition of peer pressure. We do not need to put substances in our body to make someone else feel more comfortable, right? Take alcohol out of the equation and make it any other drug, right? Okay. So, (laughs) Hopefully you guys don't have kids because we're going to be talking about different drug names, but you wouldn't like be at a table with people doing cocaine and then saying, Hey, Becky, why don't you do some cocaine with us? And you saying, no, thank you. And then them being like, come on, just do it. That is literally the definition of peer pressure and pushing a drug on you. The thing is, is alcohol in our, you know, American society has been pushed all the time. Any sort of social event, alcohol. Any sort of emotion or celebration, alcohol. And recognize that many people struggle with binge drinking. Many people don't know how to moderate their alcohol. Many people feel extremely socially awkward without alcohol as well. But recognize that that is not normal. And again, this can also be a projection of if you say no to the alcohol, it makes someone else question why they're feeling the need to get hammered at this family event or why they feel the need to, you know, have several drinks right now. It can make people feel insecure and insecurity leads to aggression, 
which in return can make you feel uncomfortable. But again, recognize of alcohol that you, there's so many things that you can say to say no. You know, one is you're going to be a driver. You know, you, you can't drink and drive. I, I hope none of you guys are drinking and driving. Very valid excuse to not, not, not drink. Another one is you have something to do the next day. I know the holidays is crazy for a lot of people. You've got travel, you've got events going on, and who wants to be hungover for that? Um, another is you just don't feel like drinking, and that's totally valid too. And you know, telling these people this, setting that boundary is the best way to get these sort of conversations to end. If this is like your everyday holiday conversations that you're having too, or just in your everyday social life, it's probably because you are kind of being a people pleaser, a pushover, and whenever someone tells you to eat something, you do it. Whenever someone tells you to drink something, you do it. Whenever someone says to jump, you you ask how high. You are just living your life for other people. But the more that you can set those boundaries, the better you're going to feel and the less likely you're going to get these reoccurring questions. Because one thing I have noticed is people pleasers tend to also be binge eaters because they feel the need to make these other people happy. And then they feel like, oh, well, I already had that cookie because my aunt Sue told me to eat cookies and take home leftovers and then I ended up binging on the cookies later because I felt like a failure. You're not a failure if that's the case but the reason why you're not feeling good is because you're again not setting those boundaries for yourself and respecting that space. It doesn't feel good to be stressed out. It doesn't feel good to make decisions just for other people and this is where I go back and use this principle called HALT which stands for hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And this can always help in binge-like scenarios, right? Try to figure out what do you feel? Do you feel hungry? Do you feel angry? Do you feel lonely? Do you feel tired? And what are some ways that we can cope with these emotions in a productive way that doesn't necessarily involve binge eating? You can even use HALT in terms of, you know, setting boundaries and assessing the situation as well. But you don't have to, again make any decisions to make anyone else happy. So setting boundaries can, again, be verbal. They can be that physical boundary of if you know when you go to someone's house that it's always the same old song and dance of it not being a good time and people not respecting you, just know that you can decline invitations. I know that that can be very uncomfortable for a lot of people, but it really does come down to protecting your energy and protecting your space. And then um, another thing with like boundary setting is you got to look at who you're surrounding yourself with. Now, we don't choose our family (laughs) and, uh, you know, a lot of us do want to visit family during the holidays, but if you're in a friend group where you're having friends override you and push your buttons or even a significant other, really reevaluate those relationships. Because if someone truly respected you and cared for you, they wouldn't get their, they wouldn't get excited over irritating you, right? They would recognize that no is a complete sentence and they would move on with their life. And I think so many people struggle with their fitness goals because 
they also have this like friend group that was created in the past version of themselves. This is mostly for my girls who are like coming out of college and they have all these friends that still drink pretty heavily and party pretty heavily and they feel like you know those are my people we have so many I have so many memories with them but now I don't necessarily want to drink several nights a week and I don't want to stay out super late and I don't want to do you know fast food runs multiple times a week that doesn't feel good for me and uh that can be pretty uncomfortable when you recognize this friend group isn't in alignment with where I want my life to be but I promise you you know it gets easier over time friends come and go they have seasons in your life and you'll you'll realize that you feel a lot better when your friends can also reflect the type of life that you want I'm so thankful for my friend group here in Florida because a lot of my friends have similar health goals, life goals, similar visions, and I don't ever feel like I'm being tested by my friends in a negative way. So, you know, they're not pushing me to do drugs or alcohol or eat certain things I don't want to eat or do certain activities that I don't want to do. And that's what, that's like what a respectful relationship is. And I think unfortunately, a lot of you guys (laughs) don't know what a respectful relationship is in the first place. Like you're just used to trying to fit in but again friendships come and go and and it's okay to have that evolved so when you're looking at justifying to to other people recognize again you don't owe an explanation to anyone but be careful with justification in the first place like when you are you know in your headspace and someone is tempting you to you know eat this or drink that and you're trying to justify well well I'll just do this one time or I'll just do that the justification can be a t- like a tightrope that you're walk you're walking here justifying um looks like negotiating with this person and that uncomfortable feeling so instead of trying to justify really go back to like what are my foundational things that are important to me A lot of you guys might not know that for yourself, but here are some foundational fitness things that are important to me. My sleep, my daily activity and steps, my protein goals, (laughs) my um, training, and those are really the main things that stick out to me. Oh, and and my water intake. So... When someone is trying to get me to steer off track with any of those, I know that those principles are like my non-negotiables. Now, again, something urgent, emergency related, you know, of course, I'll skip a workout or this or that. We're not talking about that in this episode, but I am going to be bulletproof with those because I know that those are the things that will help propel me forward in my fitness goals. So someone just tells me, Nicole, just skip the gym. You're already skinny. I can educate them on why I train in the first place. Or two, I just know it's a foundational thing for me. And again, I don't owe them an explanation. Another thing is sleep. My friend group does not stay up late. (laughs) And I know for me, if I'm sleeping less than eight hours a night, I'm grumpy. I'm not in a good mood and I don't even want to be around me. So I know that I need to sleep enough, which means I might have to set boundaries with, you know, 
leaving earlier or not going out to that bar and staying out super late. So again, leaning into those foundational pieces. People pleasing is a hard thing for a lot of people and recognize that sometimes this is also related to attachment styles, which in return can become more of a mental health issue. So if you find that every single decision that you're making in your life is revolving around the validation of other people and making other people happy, I would highly recommend, you know, reaching out to a therapist and and talking things through a bit more, but recognize like this is your life and this is your body you get one and it is absolutely okay to be selfish from time to time and prioritize your goals because there are some people in our lives that won't necessarily understand our goals and we got to respect that there are other people in our life that will feel challenged by our goals and insecure and they want to test us but it's already hard enough as it is with ourselves you know we're not motivated every single day we're going to have moments where we want to give into our cravings all the time or we want to skip the gym or we want to you know not do our foundational fitness principles that's that's a normal thing but we recognize that we have to follow through with these things even though we're not necessarily in the mood for them so basically you know it's hard enough on our own and having people that are going to be taunting you all the time isn't going to help you So as someone that has struggled with people-pleasing, it will get better. Um, Another like last reminder I was going to say is just have someone else have your back. When I first started getting into fitness and bodybuilding um, specifically, which again, bodybuilding and lifestyle goals are like quite different, but hear me out. A lot of my family, they're not healthy. They are, you know, two, three hundred pounds. They have struggles with mobility. They have struggles in terms of, you know, diabetes and weight related health issues. And so they definitely are not like the definition of health and fitness. When I got into bodybuilding and, you know, watching my nutrition more closely, I got challenged quite often. Um, you know, I would maybe bring like more of a cleaner pro oh I hate that word I'm guilty I hate that word um a more basic protein source to a meal right because a lot of my family will also eat red meat and pork and it's just simply I just don't like those foods so I would bring like fish or chicken instead and a lot of them would um give me a hard time with it but one thing I'm super thankful for is my parents had my back And I explained my goals to them. I explained like how I could, you know, feel my best at that event. And they understood. And when someone was taunting me or telling me I'm skinny or telling me that I should eat more or this or that, they had my back and it made me feel so much better. I also had this happen when there was like cake in front of me and you know, they kept telling me to eat the cake and again, how skinny I was. And again, I'm not like crazy skinny, um, in these situations either, I guess perspective, right? Cause we're talking about two completely different bodies here. Um, but 
they thought that you should only eat healthy until like you reach a certain physique when that's not the case here. I, I eat whole healthy foods to feel my best. And so I kept getting taunted with this cake. And again, I just remember my dad standing up for me, for me saying, she doesn't want that. She's fine. Um, sometimes you need that. Like if you're a people pleaser and you don't have your backbone yet, explain to your spouse your goals. Explain to your family your goals. Explain to one of your best friends if you're going to a party your goals. And that should help you a lot in this situation. And again, if those are the people in your life that don't necessarily support you, it's okay setting boundaries with them. And at the end of the day, it is okay if they don't understand your goals. You got to stay true to yourself here and only you know your intentions. I'm by no means saying that you guys need to be bringing Tupperware to your family events and being super rigid and eating like a bodybuilder or anything like that. No, I am not saying that. But what I am saying, as I'm losing my voice here from my cold, um, what I am saying here is if something doesn't align with you or genuinely isn't what you want, it is okay to say no. So I hope this was helpful for some of you guys. It can be more challenging for me to do these solo episodes and I feel like sometimes I talk in circles, but I know people pleasing is a really hard topic for a lot of you guys and you know this is a great time to reevaluate some of your relationships with your your friends and family and to make sure that those relationships are in alignment with what your goals are because if they're not, it can make achieving them a lot harder. So I hope that you guys have a great holiday season and I will see you in the next episode.